1: Log Talk Radio.
3: Well, howdy, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Left of Straight show. It is Monday, June 22nd, 2020. I am your host, Scott Fullerton, and in the control room today, we have the lovely Loviana as our board person. She's one of our new interns here on Left to Straight Radio doing an amazing job. So she'll be pressing all those buttons for us today. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. It was sunny for the most part here in Northeast Ohio. Today was rains and storms and a tornado warning for about an hour. So that was exciting stuff. We're getting ready for the big gay road trip here. I leave in two weeks, and exactly three weeks from today will be our very first episode of Live Guest from the Indulge Resort in Palm Springs, California. So, looking forward to all that. Be sure to be following us on social media for what's happening there. Uh, my social media is at Left of Straight, L E F T O F S T R, and the number eight on Twitter and Instagram. Also, our interns are there at Left of Straight Radio, still L-E-F-T-O-F-S-T-R and the number eight with radio on the end. You can follow the Facebook page at Left of Straight Show, and you can uh, send me a friend request at Scott Fullerton. It's a public page there, so be sure to follow all the fun for the Big Gay Road Trip. We'll talk about our celebrities that will be going down, our special guests in Palm Springs, and all sorts of fun things there. Uh, because we're getting ready, I'm only going to have one guest all week long. So, shorten shows instead of the normal two hours, it'll just be about an hour show every day. Starting today with a brand new Music Monday. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to have our buddy Zach Day do his Monday musical minute. Zach is our special correspondent every other Monday here on the Left of Straight show. If you don't remember, Zach was a contestant on The Voice this year. He was on Team John Legend, of course. Didn't make it to the end, but an amazing singer-songwriter. So we'll do his music minute in a second. And then my special guest today is The Machine, also known as Joe Bissell. Joe is my special guest today. He has a brand-new single, Honeydew, that dropped this past week. So we're going to talk all about that and his career and what he's been doing for Virtual Pride. But before we get to any of that, let's jump in the news, see what's happening there. Of course, You know my political opinion, and uh, Trump had his very first rally during COVID-19 Saturday in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They said a million people emailed that they wanted to go. They were expecting a crowd of sixty to 80,000 at least, so they set up the uh, arena held 20,000. They set up an outdoor special stage for 40,000, and they were going to do appearances in both well, only 6,500 people showed up, according to the fire marshal. So they had to dismantle the outside stage and not use it at all. And there was lots of blue empty seats in the stadium. Of course, the campaign blamed it on the protesters, which there barely was any blocking anything. And of course, COVID-19, where you had to sign a waiver that if you got sick, you would not blame the campaign. So... Surprise, surprise, only 6,500 people showed up. I have renewed faith in the people of Tulsa and Oklahoma. So good on that. Hey, guys, if you're watching TV tonight or you DVR'd it because you're listening to me, I hope, um, we have one of the first openly transgender men competing today on a network television competition competition series. Um, His name is Harrison. He's on the Titan game tonight, hosted by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's kind of like an American Gladiator series where amateur athletes and fitness buffs compete in a bunch of different challenges to sit atop Mount Olympus in the winner's circle. Uh, Mitch Harrison was born in Utah. He rose to fame playing basketball in Stanford University, later for the University of Utah. Impressive record, led to professional career he, uh, he was going to go for the career and then he ended up moving to Alaska to perform, to pursue a low profile life because he'd just come out as a transgender man. So, Harrison married his wife Krista. The two have a quiet life together in uh, Alaska. So, good on him for competing tonight. I don't know what happened, but if you're watching it or taping it, congratulations to Mitch Harrison. Also in the news today, very sad, Joel Shoemaker, an amazing film director, also openly gay, is dead at 80. He began his career as a window dresser and fashion designer before being in Hollywood. Uh, he did, made costumes for Woody Allen films, learned how to write scripts and to direct. Uh, he wrote scripts for The Wiz, Car Wash, and Sparkle. And then he started doing directing gigs with The Incredible Shrinking Woman. You might know St. Elmo's Fire, one of my favorite movies, and The Lost Boys, another favorite of mine. He also did a couple of John Grisham books he put into movies, A Time to Kill and The Client. And, of course, he is known for doing... Uh, the Batman film franchise, Batman Forever. It was a smash hit at the box office, but kind of got the worst critical uh, reviews ever for a Batman film known for its uh, cod pieces for the Crepe crusaders. So yeah, that was an interesting career, but yeah, Joel Shoemaker, amazing filmmaker and writer, unfortunately dead at 80, but Hey, that's a long life. Thanks for all your movies, Joel. And last thing I'll talk about before we'll jump into Zach's minute here: um, this Saturday, their ABC Los Angeles is airing a special three-hour LA Pride virtual edition on their television stations, and you can stream it on the ABC app and on Hulu. But it's going to be this would have been the 50th anniversary for LA Pride. And as you know, they canceled it due to COVID. But they're going to have amazing guests. Katy Perry's going to sing a song. They're going to have all sorts of um, great people, Grand Marshals, even though it's a virtual parade. And that's going to be on this Saturday. And I will give you all information at the end of the show today. We're going to have maybe a couple guests from that um, show up, uh, do some interviews this week before it happens. So they'll be last-minute guests. We'll add on the show as it goes along. So that's about it. That's all the fun news that I have for now. So we're going to jump in here to Zach's musical Minute in just a second. He's going to tell you what's happening in pop culture. And then we come back, I will play my interview with Z Machine, Mr. Joe Bissell. So let's go ahead and listen what Zach has today. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Left and Straight Show. Right here on the left of straight radio network, take it away, Zach, Zach.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, friends, Zach, day here all the way from beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. It is a lovely Monday, and I hope you guys are having a great day. It's kind of been a long day for me. I have to get up and go to work most days at like three thirty in the morning, and it has been whoo wearing me out some might even say draining my life force look we're gonna make it and it's not really my monday for me it's like my i don't know wednesday i guess i've been working for the past few days so you know i'm about to i'm off tomorrow so maybe it's like a friday for me i don't know i'm kind of losing track of all days and time and nothing makes sense anymore um, look, I wanna go ahead and get to the music. First and foremost, let me talk about the new Phoebe Bridgers album, Punisher. I'm obsessed. Everybody knows that I love Phoebe. She I've been singing her praises for, for years. She's one of my favorite singer songwriters, just an all around amazing like artist, and I really look up to her. She's one of my big inspirations. This album is absolutely stunning. Every time I sit down to listen to her, it's just like She's telling me a story. Everybody knows I love a story and I love a songwriter that can tell a story. I try to be like that myself, you know what I mean? And she just really she she's amazing. I love this album. I think Pitchfork just named it Best New Music for the week, gave it like an eight point seven or something like that, which is which is a really good score. So I'm super proud of her. I think this album is stunning. It's a dream of mine to just be able to like meet her or sing with her someday. I mean, hello. So we're we're gonna definitely give her a shout out and I hope you guys check that out. Let me know what you think. I think it's absolutely stunning. Tiana Taylor just dropped an album too on Juneteenth and it's I mean, it's incredible. She she can do no wrong to me, and this album is also stacked with people featured on it as you know, like Iman, Eric Badu, Rick Ross, Kelani, Missy Elliott, you know, I mean Lauren Hill is just The best of the best on this album. She is an icon. She is the future. And she's now. She's everything. So definitely give her a listen to this brand new album. It's called The Album Appropriately. Then we've got someone that I've been listening to a lot. This isn't a new album, but it's something I've been listening to on repeat recently. Is the Carolyn Polachek album. She's the one who sings, So hot you're hurting my feelings. Can't deal. I'm sure y'all know that song. It's a great little tune, and the whole album is absolutely beautiful. The writing, incredible. The production, out of this world. Y'all know I'm not telling any lies over here, okay? I would never lead you wrong. i lead you astray. This this album is beautiful. It's
1: called...
0: Okay, I think it's called Pang. So the album is called Pang. It is such a cool album. It's giving me Imogene Heap vibes mixed with, like i don't know more contemporary pop it's just it's brilliant um i think that she's she's one to watch for sure another person that i've been listening to this week just like i've been having some trouble sleeping like i said my work schedule and my entire life schedule has kind of been flipped on its head um so i've been having a lot of trouble sleeping i like wake up in the middle of the night and turn on ella fitzgerald and just like listen to some of her stuff Yes, it kind of makes me cry, which, you know, I don't love crying, but I kind of do, I guess, subconsciously, because I'll turn on her albums, just like her entire, like, discography. It'll just be random, and she's such a brilliant genius, and I'll be like, I can't believe I'll never be anywhere close to this amazing, but it's so inspiring to me, and it also calms me down and just, like, brings me back to Earth a little bit, and I'm just like, wow, this is just, this is art. I mean, her scatting skills and just the, the way that her tone of voice, the things she does with her vibrato sometimes, it just brings me back to, like, why I love music so much. And there's, I don't know, I just really want you guys to, if you have the time, just play an Ella Fitzgerald song and just bask in how amazing her ear is and her skill. It'll, it'll blow you away. It really, really will. Before I go today, I want to give a shout-out to my friend Darius. He was just featured on The Voice, uh, just like me, on Team Legends. So, shout-out to him. He's putting, to, putting out a song right now called Open Your Heart. And it's by Gianni Blue featuring himself, D. Lyles. All of the proceeds from this song are going to be featured or are going to be donated to Black Lives Matter organizations that they're choosing it is already charted on iTunes I hope you guys go check that song out go check out my man Darius um, his Instagram is Liles. that's d-l-y-l-e-z he has all the information posted there about where you can purchase the song where you can donate and it's just a very powerful piece again that's called Open Your Hearts by Gianni Blue and D-Liles so please do us all a favor go check that out spread the word and continue to donate and continue to speak out against racism and i love you guys it's monday i hope that you have a great rest of your week be sure to give me a follow over on instagram at you know Zach. let me know if any of the music that i've talked about here has spoken to you or if you enjoyed it, because I I would love to connect with you guys on there. Again, if you're in Nashville, too, hit me up, because I don't know anybody here, and I need to make some friends, especially some, you know, people in the queer community. Hopefully, I'll be able to see you guys over at Palm Springs. Um, I'm still trying to work out some logistics with that, but, you know, I'm going to try my best to be there. All right, guys, I'm going to get off here. Much love and love. Enjoy your week. Back to you, Scott, over at the Left to Show. A minute yeah. Thank
3: you, Zach. Always appreciate your special correspondent duties there. Some great music tips for the week. Uh, yeah, we're going to try to sneak Zach from over at Nashville into Palm Springs for a couple of days. He's going to be talking to some Uh, music people in LA so we're going to try to get him into Palm Springs for a couple days that would be fun but guys let's get ready for our interview today I'm so excited to have him on he was on the show last year with his debut EP and now he's got a brand new single two singles he's actually worked on and put together a new EP soon so we're going to talk to Z Machine real name Joe Bissell but does some amazing music and I'll be back to wrap things up at the end here. So let's take it away. Z you're listening to left to straight show right here on the left to straight radio network.
1: Try to look like I had the shit together But you saw me fall apart And I'm locked out of Hollywood And nobody's paying for my car My baby doesn't let me down Down underneath your It's gonna keep me down Until I forget Sorry, of you stealing candy from the living room. I don't wanna say how I miss you, but I kinda do. Well, I'm just trying to keep a sanity through the afternoon when I lose it all, Cause I thought of you stealing candy from the living room. Call me sweet, call me precious, call me up say you're more than she was. If I told you I've been waiting by your door Congratulations, finally got your crown If I could drink, I'd one more round And if I upset you, I'll be faking the smile Making me hate all my favorite things. Well, honey, I don't like choosing. So pray I won't be wrong. I know I might be done, but I found my freedom right in this song. Damn, I thought of you. Stealing candy from the living-
3: Alrighty, friends, that was stealing candy from my next guest. He was a guest a while back where I fell in love with his Running on Empty single from his EP, Brain Chemistry. It's a queer history and autobiographical set of four amazing tracks when he was putting his life back together and being relatively new to LA. He's an amazing singer and songwriter with jaw-dropping range and a never-ending supply of talent. His YouTube channel has over 5,000 subscribers and almost half a million views. I'm excited to catch up with him as he debuts his newest single, the live streamed release for a worthy cause, Honeydew. Please welcome back to the show the handsome and talented Z-Machine himself, Mr. Joe Bissell. Joe, how are you doing today, buddy?
2: Uh, Hey, I was wondering who you were describing until you said
3: my name. Wow.
2: Hi. I'm doing I'm doing good now.
3: <laughs> this handsome and talented artist is as who as I'm describing. I swear you're always doing such great work. Where are we finding you these days, my friend? Well, thank you thank you.
2: I'm currently in San Francisco because um there's there's this little virus that's going around that's uh sort of uh <laughs> it feels a little I've bit like the world ending. I
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah,
2: I know. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I, uh, my situation in L.A., when, you know, everything closed down, just kind of with, with my living situation and, you know, with, like, certain, like, uh, elements of my work life, they, they just didn't really lend themselves very well to a, like, lockdown type of situation. So I, I made a quick trip to San Francisco, which is where my family currently lives. So I'm sheltering in place with them right now, um, but it's actually it's actually been a good thing because they have because they have this good space where I've been able to like record and like a lot of new stuff and like film some good like, video content um, where I don't really have to worry about certain soundproofing issues that I would have had in my apartment in L.A. So it's I'm going a little stir crazy. Um, it's been about three months now,
1: sure. Um,
2: yeah, (laughs) and I I get that you know, we kind of just have to take it as it comes, but I also it's just just a little frustrating because you know, you see everything reopening now, and like for all intents and purposes, like I I do not think that California is in any way actually ready to be reopening. So I'm like, y'all, what the hell did I just say inside for three
1: months? (laughs) <laughs> anyway um
2: but it's oh, but it's I'm also been exciting to to release like I've, I, this is the second song i've put out like since since the lockdown happened and it's really had to made me had to kind of recalibrate how i you know approach a release cycle and uh but in a way it's kind of been it's kind of been exciting because i, I know a lot of artists who, who put out music during this time and it's it's really kind of I guess level the playing field in the sense that like where your location is doesn't really seem to matter as much. You know? Exactly. And there's
3: really no right or wrong way to do a pandemic, right? Some people are being really creative. Some people are sleeping all day. Some people are – that's just the first three hours of the day, right? Well, doing <laughs> so <both>. you, <laughs> I don't blame you. I do not blame you at all. I feel like it switches well, off every talk- other week or
2: something like that. <laughs>
3: exactly. Well, I don't want to talk about too much of things that we mm-hmm. talked about before. We had a great and open interview when you were on last year. We talked about your addiction to meth and recovery, and people can read about that in the archives. But talk about when we're going through something like a pandemic we haven't seen before, how are you keeping your mental health and everything else straight for you? Is that easy to do? Is it easier than you thought? Is it harder than you thought? How are you holding up?
2: Well, I'm not keeping a whole lot straight, but um, let's see. I, I, <laughs> You know, I, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm like thriving under this, but I'm a very, you know, anxious person who really enjoys his like alone time to like himself when, you know, no one is really, I like, I I like it when no one bugs me really. And I, and I, and I I really, uh, you know, value my, my personal time and personal space. And so in a lot of ways, like, this is kind of like really play to my strengths in a little bit, kind of a way. Like I can just like, I'm allowed to just like stay inside. I don't have to worry about, you know, missing out on anything that's going on. And right. I don't, you know, I don't have to like psych myself up anytime I'm about to go and be social, even though like, like, you know, any like networking type of event or like crowded space or, you know, like party or event like that. It's just, you know, a lot of you know the necessary sort of uh, social evils that sort of come with trying to make right. a place in in the business like i all that whole worry and um those stressors have just been like eliminated and you know granted it would be nice to have the option to kind of you know you know stretch your legs a little bit and get out and maybe see some people and do something a little lot of the ordinary but overall it's 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 been an, a nice little break from work. Like I've been able to dedicate way more time than I think I ever have before to, you know, creating uh content that actually matters to me. And, you know, I've, uh, you know, I, I, I do try to maintain you know sort of a level of like mystique around, you know, my personal life on, you know, on my online presences, but, you know, I have day jobs that I you know, need to do to make, you know, make ends meet. Cause let me tell sure. you, music does not pay. Um, but all of this, you know i don't have to worry I don't have to worry about you know spending you know go- going into work seven days a week, which I often would have to do, and it's just so it's it's i'm actually I'm a little worried about when everything kind of like settles down and things start to like kind of shift back into a you know I, I don't want to say regular flow like because who knows what like normal is anymore, but like if if and when my right. jobs are open, I'm kind of worried that like I'll completely forget how to function. In the society that once <laughs> existed, because I've just I've fallen so much into this this pattern of kind of waking up whenever the hell I feel like it and essentially doing whatever the hell I want. But I'm glad that it's it's been reassuring knowing that even though I have the option to do nothing, I've chosen to apply myself and and really get a lot of good stuff done. So it's it's been it's been frustrating and a little lonely, but overall kind of rewarding.
3: <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, talk about, I mean, you have such great affirming music, um, thoroughly queer oh, wow. out there. Pronouns are great. When we're, we're in the middle of Pride Month now. Talk about, I mean, music is such a great liberator in bringing the, the tribe together, so to speak. Talk about what, mm-hmm. it's, what it's like. Celebrating Pride from home. You're doing some great virtual events. I remember I read last year you had a pretty uh, emotional event after you were at Omaha Pride. Someone really connected to your music. Mm -hmm. Talk about what Pride means to you this year. All right. Well, I also think, you know,
2: because, you know, 2020 was just like, I'm going to make sure you remember me. I think this is, I would say, the most unique Pride of my generation's life so far for a lot of reasons i think i feel like we're going to sort of, i think a lot of people have had to kind of re-examine what what this season means you know without you know uh, a rave to go to or you know uh, a a parade to to you know show off your you know rainbow attire with or you know something that feels like kind of uh corporate and capitalist i, I and i i feel like the you know the, everything that's kind of been happening with like you know the black lives matter movement has really shifted people's focus onto yeah honestly what the way pride really started and was intended to be i feel like any and i feel like in a lot of ways if you if people aren't really you know kind of directing the conversation towards towards something that is more in the vein of you know the protest feel that pride began with it almost feels like tone deaf like i right. i i I, i'm trying to think like because i've also been releasing music during this time while all this is going on it's been uh interesting to try to find ways to you know self-promote because you know when when you you upload a song onto a distributor you can't really stop it from coming out and you need to promote it at the same time you don't want to feel like you're just being like me 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 in this time where it needs to be about like the bigger picture so Really? What exactly. This this Pride season has actually um, helped me, helped remind me what this season really is and should be about. Like I've I've I I made a, a for the release of Honeydew actually lately. I did a a live stream release where I was um, taking donations for hang on, oh my, what was it for? I did I've, I've done a, I've done uh, a, for a few the of Black these Cram things where I was traveling. like trying to. That was trans the black. Trans, I was like, I, I was like, was it black and pink? Because I, I had done something uh, uh, a couple weeks earlier where I was donating to this organization that is like an abolitionist, uh, black trans-led. Um, organization based in Omaha. But then, yeah, so it was the Black Trans Travel Fund, which essentially collects funds and monies for uh, New York-based uh, trans and, you know, queer people of color to uh, get around the city because, you know, they face a lot of, you know, harms and dangers in doing so that, you know, someone like me won't have to. And I'm like, well, that's a really I, – I don't know any other organization that's, you know, you know trying to put their energy towards a cause like that. And right. in a way, it was like, you know, this is and, – and we ended up raising, like like – five hundred dollars for that just in in like a half hour and i'm like this is Amazing. what pride has should have always been about and it's it's kind of been a reminder that like you know i like it, it's it's we've over the years i think we've kind of lost you know this that you know we wouldn't be able to have i i wouldn't be able to essentially be this you know obnoxious flaming like can, i don't know can we say the f word on here i you know you know, Let like, it fly. Let it fly. I feel fly. very lucky to be this like like this flaming faggot who can you know just be who he is. Uh, and we forget you know that it didn't it definitely didn't start that way. And I think it's like a good way to kind of get, give back to the causes and people who have allowed us to have these rights. I know that's kind of a long-winded answer on that, but but that is what no, it's uh, well said though. To me,
3: <laughs> no, very well said. And I think you're right. I think we are kind of seeing the roots of it. I loved. LA combining a Pride March with mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter and just seeing people in the streets without seeing mm-hmm. the Budweiser tent and the Corona tent and the yeah, whatever all, happened I mean, to the commercialization.
1: Yeah.
3: It was yeah, it was just nice seeing people by people supporting other people, right? And just being out there together. And I think that's yeah, something absolutely. that we've really I, lost.
2: For uh-huh. sure. I'm actually really bummed that I was, um, that I missed out on uh, the the pride the pride march in L. A. because I was out here.
3: Yeah, it was it, and they're they're starting to happen all over the place. And like you said, you've been doing some amazing thing for it. besides your Black Trans Travel Fund. I remember watching on I think it was your Instagram stories where you're doing all these amazing covers and asking people to donate to venmo or something and your range is unbelievable my friend i mean you can just sing the hell on shit oh,
1: um
3: i love that oh, that was amazing
1: stop it
3: how fun I was, was like that, yeah, i don't know I you, felt had like... some, you had some that you kept the same key that were a little little high i don't know how you did that without <laughs> squeezing something somewhere i but, uh,
2: talk I, about know, that I experience just, I, a bit I, that was um You know, in a lot of – I saw some tweet somewhere that was like, you know, it's amazing how, you know, white guilt can be, you know, transferred into such, you know, incredibly powerful action. I was like, you know what? Ain't that the truth? Mm -hmm. Um, In a lot of ways, I was just kind of like I feel very, like, helpless and, like, wishing I could do something because I know that, like, in a protest or, like, a riot type of situation – I, I get, you know, I, I'm not very physically assertive in that sort of sense. Like, I, I, I don't really – I've never been one who really kind of, you know, understands and, like, gets into, like, like the, the political structure like that. And I feel like if I tried to do that, like, that wouldn't really be uh, the best use of my of, – of what I, I personally could do to help. And, like, I could admit that that's one of my shortcomings. So I was like, well, how can I use something that I know how to do to um, benefit – you know, this, this, this cause and this movement that we've, we've seen uprising in. And I was like, well, bitches like hearing me sing, like, songs that they know,
1: <laughs>
2: it seems. And so I was just I, – I just put the word out, and I was like, hey, so for today, just comment on this photo, you know, or, or submit into my Instagram story a song that you want to hear me sing. And if you like what you hear, send a donation to my Venmo. If you don't like what you hear, also consider sending a donation to my memo because I'm going to send all of these to this organization called Black and Pink. And I was, you know, I, I, I feel like I, a lot of people are trying to have their – there's a lot of, of, of noise being made right now, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I feel like, you know, sometimes people might feel like the pressure to do, like, the absolute most with everything. And, you know, everyone, like, you know, post your black tile or whatever. You know, everyone – uh, you know, right. arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. And while I think, you know, that it's important that that noise is being made, it was sort of like, I, I need, I needed to uh, figure out what I could do. That would actually, you know, be putting money in the pockets of, you know, the right people who are trying to do the right things. I don't want to be like, sound self-righteous when I say it, but like not be performative about it, like actually take some sort of
1: action because
2: right. I feel like, you know, you can, uh, you can share all the stories you want, uh, but it's like, I don't, you know, other than showing your friends that, like, you know, this is where I stand. I, I, I wanted to do something that would actually help, help push things forward and, you know, uh, the, help the people who were actually, you know, doing doing that kind of work, you know, would, would uh, enable them to continue that sort of cause.
3: Right. No, very well said. I like mm. that. And I think that's all you could do. We're all trying to find our way in different parts. And some people have, uh, like you said, they have the – Voices to do it. They have it literally talking and marching in the streets. They have the mm-hmm. uh, physical location where they can do that. Some people can do it through their donations. They have the monetary capabilities. Some people have mm-hmm. just their art, like you and a lot of people have really contributed to it. And it's kind of beautiful to see the different things that are happening. So we're all doing it our own way, my friend. So good on yeah. you doing it yours. Oh, thank you. Um, thank you. It's
2: it's it's been okay. very it's been been very cool and rewarding, honestly.
3: And I mm. think the uh, the uh queer music scene is very supportive in and of itself that I've found from an outsider's point of view. I don't know what you found. I know that I've had on recently, um Stuart Taylor, Kenneth Mogan, they both shared your praises at each other's. The, it seems like it's a tight knit group of queer artists mm. down in LA for the most part. Is that True overall in your opinion? Yeah, oh
2: Stu and Kenneth. I I love those two. Um, I actually went to I went to college with with Stuart. Oh nice. Actually we did we didn't we or, or we didn't um we didn't go at the same time, but we both went to Berkeley. I think I had just graduated and then he started. But we did know each other from back in Boston, back in like twenty thirteen. No, yeah, the the queer music scene is definitely very, very tight knit. like sometimes I don't want to get too much in like hot water fan is i feel like sometimes to a fault like i feel like because you know we are very much a uh it's okay no it's actually great because everybody is able to sort of you know uplift each other because we aren't really the mainstream just yet we're all able to kind of you know still interact and and mingle and like get to know each other in that kind of way and a a lot of ways everyone in the queer like sort of pop music scene is like each other's biggest fan I do sometimes feel a sense of like clickiness within it a little bit, um, mm, gotcha. but you know that also could ju- that also could just you know be you know my own insecurities coming into play because you know I was never often like the coolest guy, and you know I've I've only really sort of recently moved to L. A. and really kind of started to to put new work out there. Right. Uh, but you know, sometimes but but on, honestly like the level of support you see from from other queer musicians for other queer musicians is really is really uh, amazing. And really it's just I guess it's sort of just about like finding your tribe of people that you love and respect and then just supporting the hell out of them.
3: Gotcha. Very cool. No, mm-hmm. I like that. And I understand too, you do have to kind of everyone's gotta forge their own path mm-hmm. and we all forging the same path in the same lane. It can be a little yeah, uh, a little uh interesting i guess to say the three because you do want everyone to succeed but it's like but i want to succeed more <laughs> let me get what let me get my yeah my to what i want to do so i understand that that's i think yeah, that's no, true in like any it, field really yeah.
2: no absolutely i feel like there's you know sometimes
3: uh, there there can be
2: like a misconception that like oh if we you know like one 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 you know queer person's success means you know uh another person doesn't have that and it's just like no like success you know success and accomplishment isn't like a finite resource you know there's like just because one person has like an opportunity doesn't mean like another person doesn't get it and I feel like you know sometimes there there can be like airs of just just from my ground level experience there can be you know some you know (laughs) like some cattiness and jealousy but I feel like a lot of the times that's just like our own insecurities and you know um uh, I guess inner saboteurs coming into play, and I'm also I'm admittedly I can speak this from experience. So I sometimes like I'm I'm very much work a work in progress, you know. Often learning to to be happy for people is is not something that always, you know, comes naturally. Especially when I feel like I I just you know I I'll have to like kind of look inward and be like I, I'm a little bitter about some decisions that I've made in my past, which I've you know feel like maybe have hindered me, and there, as a result I'm not really where I feel like I quote unquote should be. So I, yeah. I feel like really getting um getting my my feet wet again with putting out new music and really kind of starting to interact with a lot of these artists again has really helped me kinda of
3: relax on that front a little bit. <laughs> good. Very good. I, I yeah. hear where you're coming from there. I mean I'm I'm a lot older than you and I still feel like I haven't hit my stride yet. So I I understand exactly where you're coming from here. I've missed opportunities yeah. along the way. Um, and then going along with Pride and everything, you did this virtual Pride thing last Friday with a lot of really big names. How did that go? I wasn't able to tune into that. I kind of wanted to tune in and missed it. I was actually gagged
2: that. I, I mean, I, I was really happy to be a part of it, and I knew that it was going to be a, a pretty big thing. But like, you know, there are some people who are on the lineup that I was like, holy crap! <laughs> like, I mean, have you, like I actually also I also went to school with um, with Vincent. I don't know if, if you're familiar but he he's really making a a splash within like not even just like the queer music scene, but just like kind of with with pop music in general um like he just mm. did the new like promotional theme for the new season of Queer Eye, which is like a pretty big deal, oh yeah, but there was like and there was like Dorian Electra. um there's there there was like, oh yeah, oh, freaking glass battles, yeah um i was I was honestly it was really nice to be like alongside. Like well the thing i 'm only saying like I, I was I, like i wasn't surprised because I knew that he was doing it so but um but there were some people that I was like that took me by surprise that i didn 't know were going to be a part of it, but it was really cool to be alongside uh like friends and like other musicians that i'd admired yeah and i don't i don't know it, it felt it felt like a cool kind of coming together of peers in a lot of ways, and then i'm actually i think they might just be announcing this today i 'm going to be a part of this other it's it's like Levitate Events is putting together this this other digital Pride Fest, and a bunch of artists are submitting their um, their sets for that. And while the Pride.com thing was like one number from each artist, I, I put together a full like half hour digital set for this one. And I'm honestly really, oh, wow. really, 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 really excited and proud of this one because that shit took me like – It took me, like, a couple weeks to put together just to, to, you know, um, edit all the video and, like, get all the the audio takes just right. And, you know, it it was – and, like, learning how to essentially work, like, iMovie and edit all – and get the lighting right. So I'm really excited for this. I even got – for one of the numbers, I even got the members of my band back in L.A. to film themselves playing along with one of my songs. So it's like, hey, I brought all – I brought all the guys together for, for the opening number of the set. So I I think I'll be posting about that in like either today or tomorrow, but I'm really, really excited for, for that to come out. And uh, I think y'all should tune in. That is awesome. Congratulations. I Mm. love that. Well, thank you. Because last year, you know, uh, Orange County pride and you know, Omaha pride were like honestly the highlights of my year. And it's kind of like cruel that you know the week that I I send out all these emails essentially to all these different pride festivals trying to like you know pitch my pitch me um, that the next week we go into lockdown. So it, it was really nice to kind of have these opportunities come my way, and I'm like, you know what? It's uh, Pride isn't dead. <laughs> there you go.
3: Exactly. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about the music. I want to, we opened with stealing candy. That's relatively new. I mm-hmm. believe I didn't, we didn't have it last time you were on talk about the inspiration for that song. I've always tried to, I think up until now, I sometimes
2: try a little too hard and that's some I say I still do, but like with, with my concepts and you know what I'm trying to say in a song, because I, I will often be that, like that guy who's like, you know, I, where I say like, you know what, let's, Stop writing love songs, okay? We've got too many of them. We we we've we've heard it. Say something new. Say anything new. And and so the fact that I feel like 99% of these pop songs are about some kind of relationship or some kind of heartbreak or some kind of, you know, like romance, it's just like I was just so like fucking sick of it. And maybe and that's just me being like, you know, like jaded and argumentative. And then I go through my own you know experience where my my heart essentially gets ripped out of my my body and like i and i have to put it into some sort of music just to process it and it ends up being this song that i really love and i'm just like okay fine i will be vulnerable i will be as relatable as i am able to be and so this is sort of my version of a like heartbreak <laughs> song where it's well, that's kind what I was gonna say that. though. That's
3: a juxtaposition mm-hmm. because it's a bouncy song, but it is, but it's kind of sad when you listen to the lyrics. But the way it's delivered, it's almost upbeat in the delivery of it. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I I
2: I like to I like to you know keep you on your toes. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: it's
2: yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of just like that about that whole that euphoric recall where like suddenly you you are doing okay. And then you, and then just thinking of, of one person or one thing completely ruins your mood and completely ruins your day. And yeah, like, it's and, or, and you can't like think of anything that reminds you of them or, you know, you you can't go anywhere where you ever were like with them for even a moment. So yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't love writing songs about, you know, like, Oh, you're the you're like oh, you're the one. Huh? Like uh, without you, uh, you know, <laughs> I, you're perfectly imperfect. I don't know. I I I feel like I, I've often said like you know, what, how about for one whole year nobody writes songs about relationships? Try writing about something else because I. But I feel like, and if anything, this was more like a therapy for me, because okay. I needed to get this uh, you know, out of me and off my chest. And I feel like if I hadn't done this, like you know, put put it into some kind of song, I would have. I would have gone through like a really dark play. And I mean, I already kind of did, but like, you know, I've processed it and, uh, and putting this one actually really helped me work through that a lot. No, I understand. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I appreciate you sharing that part Cause like I said, it was, I, I, I watched the video without really paying attention to the lyrics and I listened to the lyrics mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is very, very juxtaposed for me. And I was kind of wondering how it felt to do that. So thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. no, of course. Well, and now yeah. we have this newest release, "Honeydew." Talk about this song a bit.
2: All right. Well, this one is uh, this one is a little bit of a mindfuck. I, I was like, I didn't want it to sound like anything I'd ever done before, but yeah, I still wanted it to sound like it came from me. And I'm honest, mm-hmm. I'm actually really proud of how it turned out. I so it's about uh, actually this this it's almost like the sequel of my life after stealing candy <laughs> because I was in this place where I just felt, you know, sad and just anxious and broken and you know putting myself down all the time because of this this uh, emotional like whiplash I I I was living in in you know after you know having my heart set on fire and it got to the point where I was just you know putting my like myself down because of my anxiety, like daily anxiety and fears like all the time that it was truly starting to be like such a detriment in my life that I, I i could barely like get anything done or go anywhere without just you know being anxious about what someone was thinking of me or you know upsetting somebody or you know like think like thinking that I was just you know more of a of a bother than i than than anything and then I just I don't know what it, what, I, what it was, but almost overnight, I just, like, looked, like, told myself, like, bitch, you, you work so goddamn hard, and for, for honestly, so little, so little. that you deserve, you deserve more than you are giving yourself, like, like, you <clears> know what, like, if if you were, if you were in line first, and someone cuts in front of you, you don't need to back away, like, you were fucking there, like, like, just little things like that in my life, like like stop stop right. belittling yourself to to make other people happy. you work too fucking hard for that, and so this is this is the song that was sort of about me kind of coming into this moment of clarity where it's like stop doing things that make you unhappy, <laughs> basically I and like it was it. just like not, and, and not not really giving a shit what other people thought of you because it's like, you know what you're not going to see these people again. And, you know, and like they're not going to care about you 10 seconds later. So it's like just l- l- fucking live a little, uh, uh, put, put your happiness first. And it was it's kind of about this breakthrough from my anxiety. Granted, you know, I'm not sure how long that state of mind lasted quite to that strength. You know, I still have my problems, <laughs> but it was definitely uh, that that was the inspiration for this one.
3: It's good to get it out both sides of the emotion, mm-hmm. though. I love that. I think that's great. Thank
2: you. And the uh, uh just like, you know, sonically, I was like, I just want to, you know, punch people in the face with, you know, just a production sound and, like you know, a uh, 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 vocal styling and just, you know, a guitar sound that I have not really used before and just, like, kick it up to, like, I, I kind of described it as, like, if, like, Prince was an anxious gay robot. And then I was kind of like, well, that kind of just sounds like <laughs> Prince. But uh, but that was that was my little um, little ele- elevator pitch I gave for it.
3: I like it. Well, your, all your mm. songs do pack such an emotional punch. I mean, you really do have a lot of thought behind each one, which is why I, I appreciate about it personally. But Thank I think you. That, that's, I didn't put that's any thought on shit. <laughs> 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 I don't believe you for a second. Talk about where you see yourself going right now, or you do you have some things in the hopper now you're writing? How what's your process? Do you have three or four at a time you're going forward? Is it really come with an idea or a hook or a lyric or a melody? Um what do you feel going forward here? Anything on
2: tap? Do you mean do you mean in terms of like do you mean in terms of like what I've got like planned in store so far
3: or? For music, yeah, musically, anything maybe coming out? Is, is any has oh, this been yeah. a really creative so I have time whole, for you? And talk about that. It's it's been.
2: Um, I I I say I spent like the first month of you know quarantine being really creative, and like you know making new stuff. And I think I've spent like the last like month and a half or two months just being really productive with the stuff I already have. You know, like like filming Pride stuff. You know, like. Uh, uh, recording, like, acoustic renditions of songs and, um, you know, finding ways to, you know, do, like, those, those Instagram covers and stuff and kind of being, you know, more innovative, just, like, in the moment rather than, um, you know, writing new stuff. I feel like I'm coming into that place where, like, I miss creating new stuff, actually, and I right. kind of want to get back into that, I think, next. But I do have a whole other song, like, recorded and done and ready to go um, for whenever, you know, that release time feels right. I'm sort of, like, feeling out what the next stages of the pandemic are going to look like and, you know, what what the possibilities of that are. The goal was to have a, you know, a, a second EP kind of ready to go sort of by the end of the summer. But, you
1: know, uh, there's a bit
2: of a wrench thrown into that, you know, what with the lockdown and all that. So that's – I'm not putting a timeline on that because I think this spring and summer have, you know, proved that all plans are tentative at this point in time um so i so i know i do have at least one one more track that i have like you know produced and you know mixed and ready to go and i have at least one or two more written that i am just sort of waiting for i'm trying to work out with my i'm finally working with a new producer for these new tracks and he's really like opened my mind and like Uh, Creative process a lot, and so and I know that he's been doing a lot of like sessions via Zoom, and so we're kind of working out the possibilities of maybe producing it just digitally, like and maybe I'll have to just record my vocals here rather than like in in his booth that he has over there, which is which will actually be kind of a cool process for me because I've I've never you know I I I have a good ear for you know what to um, what to write, but you know when it comes to the the production side of things I, I I I'm way too distracted and like spazzy of a person to really like sit down and operate a full scale, like production software. Right, <laughs> so gotcha. it always helps to kind of have someone else for that. But the fact that I would have to be, I would essentially be doing that on my end. It would be, it would be a cool step in the right direction. But also if I want to actually get, you know, some type of record out before the end of the year, that might be the only option. But uh, the songs that I have, started i i'm i'm very 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 excited about it's it, it definitely feels like uh, the content of what i'm saying and like the the things i'm trying are are have definitely leveled up from the last ep and, and though i'm like really really proud of, of everything i did from that one it definitely sounds like someone who was like really excited about making their first like statement and so they said they wanted to just get like everything out on the table all at once and even though I'll always probably maintain some level of bombast, I feel as though it def- it's it it feels more grown up. Nice. So I'm excited for I'm excited to get I'm excited to get that out there.
3: Well, I'm excited for you, and you're going to have to come back when it's all put together the way you like it packaged. So that would be fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations.
2: Yeah. Summer. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, next you no know, third interview, 2021.
3: <laughs> there you go.
1: All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Well.
3: Joe, let everyone know where they can find you on the social media and websites and stuff like that and find that music.
2: Alrighty, righty. So I'm across every platform as at Z Machine Music, that's Z-E-E, Machine Music, one word. Uh, across all streaming platforms under Z Machine, two words. Yeah, check out uh, Honeydew, the Stealing Candy music video, um, and just to and I'm really, I'm really excited to to finally share all this stuff. And
3: thank you so much for having me back on the show. Loved every second of it. You're welcome anytime. Stand the line for me, guys. We're gonna play out to Honeydew, and I'll be back in a little Ooh. bit. You're listening to Left to Straight show right here on the Left to Straight Radio Network. <laughs> Alrighty guys, we are back. That was the machine with Honeydew. Oops, why is this still playing? Something's playing weird on my machine. Sorry about that, guys. Alright, well we are back And I'm out of nobody's
1: paying for my car. My
3: doesn't let me down. I'm down. I'm my... There we go, guys. Sorry about that. We had technical difficulties there. Hey, guys. Thanks so much to my guest today, Z Machine, and, of course, our special correspondent, Zach Day, with his Monday Musical Minute. Appreciate you all tuning in tonight. Just one hour all week long this week, Monday through Friday, 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock Eastern time for an hour. All new, brand new guests. Tomorrow, I'm going to have the executive editor of Queerty and Q Media, David Reddish, joining me. They've been doing some great articles and stories over there at Queerty. So he's going to join us and talk to him for tomorrow's hour. And lots of great guests the rest of the week. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We will see you tomorrow night. Be sure to follow on social media. Bye-bye.